If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. And before jumping in today, I did want to apologize in advance after two plus years of avoiding COVID. It finally hit me last week. So my voice isn't back to quite 100%, but I wanted to make sure to bring you guys a solo episode because it's been a couple weeks since we've had one. And today's topic you know, originally for this episode, I was going to do an, a whole thing on the unhelpful things people say to you after a breakup and how it impacts you and how you should take it and all of those things. But I kept really just coming back to the whole idea of people telling you, oh, don't worry, they always come back. And that kind of morphed into the question, do exes always come back? And I think this is something that has been you know, perpetuated on social media. You'll hear like, oh, don't worry, they always come back. And I know sometimes that's true, but for the most part, it's not. And I think when we have this idea that exes always come back, when you never hear from your ex again, it makes you feel like that there's something wrong with you, which is absolutely not the case. So in today's episode, we're going to address that question, do exes always come back? And then further, we're going to dive into what are some of the reasons that your ex comes back and why are some of the reasons they don't come back and how your ex not coming back into the picture can actually be a really good thing and can actually be a really positive reflection of you and how you're healing and how you're growing. So when I was brainstorming this episode, I had a very particular memory come into mind. It was 2015. I had just gotten broken up with, probably happened a few days before, and I was out to dinner with a couple friends, and my guy friend was there, and he said, Kendra, I want you to take out your phone and literally go to your calendar and set a reminder for six months from now, and I can guarantee in six months you will have heard back from your ex and he will say what a mistake it was and all of those things. So I didn't actually make the calendar reminder, but of course it was something that made me feel cautiously optimistic. It was something where, okay, you know, 
this is a guy friend. He has a guy's perspective. Maybe he does know something that I don't know. And maybe I can count on the fact that in six months I will hear back. And it's not something that completely took over my mind. I mean, it's so common to think to like have the hope that your ex is going to come back. It's common to have that in the back of your head at all times when you're going through a breakup. But it wasn't something that necessarily took over. I kept trying to remind myself like it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. But you can bet at the six month mark, I went through this process of of like another form of grief of I didn't hear back from him. What does that say about me? Does that mean I'm abnormal that I'm not hearing from my ex that, you know, does this mean I did something wrong? Does that mean I wasn't good enough? Does that mean, you know, X, Y, Z, all the things that we make it mean about us, all the personalization that happens. And I think that's not uncommon to to hear that from your friends. And by all means, your friends are definitely trying to be nice. They're trying to make you feel better. They're doing the best that they can with their current state of mind. But I don't think it's a helpful sentiment to to give to someone just because, of course, at the end of the day, you're going to take it personal whether you hear from them or not. And even if your friends didn't say that to you, I get so many DMs from people who are just generally really disappointed when they never hear from their ex ever again and make it mean something about the relationship. They make it mean something about the quality of their character and and all of those things. So I really wanted to do this episode to dispel this myth and As always, you guys know this is like my favorite thing to do on the podcast, but give you a different perspective on exes coming back or not. And I've alluded to this in other episodes, but you guys always hear me say like stay in your lane. And the visualization that I always have when someone, when a couple breaks up is when you're a couple, you guys are in the same lane, you know, hopefully you guys have independent lives in the same lane, but you're in the same lane on the same road. And then when a breakup happens, you guys obviously break off and you go in your own lane, they go in their own lane and the roads, you know, go apart from each other. You may have the situation where your roads have to come back together because you're raising kids together, you work together, you have the same mutual group of friends, but for the most part you guys are in two separate lanes living two separate lives from here on out. And that's honestly how it should be. And that's why I always say, like, stay in your own lane. Don't pay attention to what your ex is doing in their lane. It's not going to be helpful to you. It also has nothing to do with you anymore. It's not your business. And again, when we tend to focus on what our ex is not doing or doing, it's impossible to see your ex dating someone new right away in their lane and not make it about you. So that's why I say it's just best not to look. But anyway, so we're on these two separate roads. And obviously there are times where your ex comes back into the picture, whether that is through a text of wanting to talk or get together, or sometimes you get the call of, I think I've made a terrible mistake and I want to, I want to get back together. So first I want to talk about some of the reasons that your ex, you know, would come back into the picture. And I will tell you, most of the reasons your ex comes back into the picture are not positive reasons. And to put this very simply, and, you know, if you want to just take one takeaway from this episode, your ex 
coming back into the picture in a positive way simply means that you two were meant to be together. If they don't come back, it means you guys were not meant to be together. There's not this third option where you were meant to be with your ex, but the universe just decided to F with you and take away the person you were meant to be with. That's not how that works. <laughs> There's never the, the thing where like you had one true love and they broke your heart and you're not going to get someone else. That's not how it works out. But I think there are a lot of nuances here. So sometimes your ex will come back into the picture because they are uncomfortable without you. And I use the word uncomfortable because I think there's a big difference between your ex going through the breakup, dealing with the pain on their end, which you guys will always hear me say, the person that ends the relationship also has to work through pain. They have to heal. You can't just like rip the bandaid off and like a relationship that you're in love with and not have any repercussions that need to be dealt with. So there's a big difference between your ex dealing with their pain, doing their work that they need to do, and then having the realization that due to the growth and healing that they had, they realized that they you were the relationship that they wanted all along. You added so much value to their life. That's one thing. That's where it can, you know, end up working out. But most of the time, what happens is the person who ends the relationship, they don't address the pain. They don't address any of the underlying issues. They don't deal with their own hurt. And so they find themselves lonely. They find themselves uncomfortable. And they decide that the solution to that problem is to call their ex. Because, and I have a friend that this happened to, he ended a relationship and then probably three months down the road, he was having a really hard day. He was feeling really lonely. He was feeling really uncomfortable. And he thought, okay, the last time I had this level of comfort, I was with my ex. So he called his ex. They you know, met for lunch. They ended up getting back together. And literally the next day, he realized that it was not the right decision. So you do not want your ex coming back into the picture because they're uncomfortable or because they are lonely. That's not a place that you would like to be chosen from. And that's a lot of the time, unfortunately, what happened. And a lot of the time when that happens, you'll see the ex will call, ask to get together. You guys have this wonderful night. You probably end up sleeping together. And then a couple days later, your ex is like, I'm sorry, that was a mistake. Like, we need to go back to being broken up. And then that sends you on a crazy, like, new sad emotional roller coaster because you had them back and then you lost them again. So trust me when I say like that's not an option that you want. It's so much better for your ex to just leave you be and deal with their loneliness and discomfort on their own without dragging you and taking you down the emotional roller coaster with them. So I know it can, you know, if you hear about that happening to a friend, do you think you get you almost get jealous and I've completely been in that position before but if you play the tape through it usually ends with breaking up again for the exact same reason or not even getting to the point of being back in a relationship of just having like a nice couple days and then it's back to being broken up this show is sponsored by better help what would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. 
therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, you can get my step-by-step healing process using my courses. No matter where you might feel stuck in your breakup, there is a course for you. If your breakup just happened and you're feeling completely overwhelmed by the intense feelings, you can get all the tools to get started in your healing with my breakup emergency first aid kit. If you feel like you can't stop reaching out to your ex, checking their social media, or obsessing about texting them, you can get all the tools and accountability you need from the Detox Your Ex course. If some time has passed after your breakup but you still feel like you can't let go of your ex, I can help you let go using my Breakthrough Your Breakup course. If you feel like you might be ready to start dating again but you're scared to get hurt or you just don't trust yourself to date yet, I will give you everything you need to feel confident moving forward in my Moving On After Heartbreak course. If you want all of these things to take you from beginning to end after a breakup, you can grab my course bundle, Heal Your Breakup. And for my podcast listeners, you can use the code PODCAST for $25 off the bundle. As a note, this code does not work for the mini courses, just the bundle. All of my courses include videos from me, a workbook, and my 90-day breakup journal to help you feel supported and guided through this process. Head to the link in my show notes to take the quiz and find out which course is best for you so you can start moving on, healing, and feeling happy again. Now back to the episode. The next part, and this I think is very, very crucial. What typically happens after a breakup, if we go back to those two different roads, is one person, it's very rare that both people will like dive headfirst into their like their healing journey and doing the work that I talk about on this podcast. Typically what happens is one person does it. One person dives straight in. Typically it, it ends up being the person that was broken up with. However, that's not always the case. Sometimes the person that ends the relationship is the person that does that. So you know, if you can visualize with me, we have, you know, a road that comes together, splits off, and then 
one person kind of just stays trucking along, not really doing anything differently. And then the other person just like completely elevates, grows, heals childhood stuff, looks at their beliefs, works on their self-esteem. So one person is just like rocketed into, you know, new lands, fast tracking, all of those things. So essentially one person majorly outgrows the other after the relationship ends. And what can often happen is the person that's just trucking along, again, they start feeling uncomfortable, they start feeling lonely. There's this idea that sometimes people get like this spidey sense that their ex is doing so well and so they get this inkling to reach out. So a lot of the time, and I've seen this happen with like private coaching clients is months down the road, the ex will come back into the picture. And, but the reason they come back into the picture is because it's either a test to see, will you go back? Will you jeopardize and sacrifice all of the growth that you did to go back and, you know, be in this relationship that you realize you've probably outgrown? And sometimes, they come back into the picture and it reminds you of how much growth you've done. And I think that's like a really powerful place to be in. Like a story I have heard a few times over is you get broken up with because your ex couldn't commit to you emotionally. So you're devastated about the breakup. You go through, again, all of this healing. You start learning what you deserve. You realize, wow, why would I ever want to be with someone who didn't want to emotionally commit to me? And then all of a sudden, your ex comes back into the picture and says, maybe we can try, you know, being in a formal relationship. I'll try to do better. And in all that growth, you not only realize that you... 100% want to be with someone who it's a no-brainer that they want to commit to you, but you also realize that there were a lot of other things going on in your relationship that you deserve a lot better than because you're working on your self-esteem and your self-worth. And so you look at that and say, like, should I go backwards and stoop below my new standard and stoop below my new level of self-worth? No, typically you won't do that. But what it will do is we'll say, wow, look at my past self who thought that was okay and who probably thought like I was really lucky to be in a situation like that. And now you can say, I'm so far past that. And it will give you the reminder of, when I start dating again or when I'm in a new relationship, it's going to be leaps and bounds better than what I was coming from. And I love hearing stories from people who were struggling so much in their breakup and then their ex comes back and says, I've changed my mind. I want to be with you. And they're able to say, you know what? No, I've done the work. I, you know, I'm on my own road and it's vastly different than what we had and what you're able to provide me. That is such an empowering place to be coming from as you're going through a breakup. So now let's talk about the flip side of that, which is you never hear back from your ex. Your ex never comes, tries to come back into the picture and how this can also be a positive aspect just on the flip side of what I had just talked about. So Again, let's say you go through the breakup, you start doing the work, your road gets fast-tracked, gets rocketed, 
and you're doing really well. You're learning all these new things about yourself, improving self-esteem, all the things. And, but you never hear back from your ex. You never hear from them. They never try to text you or anything like that. What does that mean about you? I actually think it means something so powerful. So I'm such a big believer, and you've heard me talk about this in other episodes, that you attract what you promote. The energy that you carry, which when I say the energy that you carry, that's a combination of so many different things, your standards, your self-esteem, your self-worth, the actions that you take every day for yourself, the people you surround yourself with, all of those things, that's your energy that you're putting out. That energy is directly proportionate to the kind of people that you bring into your life. So my example is I could not stop attracting emotionally unavailable men until I worked on my self-esteem and realized that I am committable. I am someone who deserves a really beautiful, emotionally committed relationship. I did not believe that for a long time. When I changed that belief about myself, I all of a sudden started attracting people who wanted to be in a relationship. So when you're going through the healing work after a breakup and you start believing these things about yourself, you start knowing your worth, a lot of the time, even though your ex isn't looking at your social media, even though they're not directly hearing these things about you, again, that energy that you're putting off says, don't even think about coming into my orbit unless you have elevated and like you're going to add value to my life and you actually want to commit into this relationship. So you're basically, you have these like emotional boundaries and these self-worth boundaries. And this isn't just your ex. This is like friends, coworkers, they can read that about you. And so they know like, oh, this person won't put up with breadcrumbs. This person is not going to like put up with a booty call text. If I'm going to approach this person, it has to be elevated up to their level of the energy that they're putting off. So a lot of the time, if you're not hearing from your ex, it's because you've up-leveled and they haven't. So this is why when people come to me upset that they haven't heard back from their ex, I tell them it's, it's actually, I think it's a compliment because to me, it means that you've up-leveled and, and they haven't. The roads have completely diverged. You have gone on the fast track and they're just trucking along on the same old road that they were before. So in conclusion, do exes always come back? No. Does your ex coming back, not coming back, say anything about you? It doesn't mean anything bad about you, but it it sometimes can definitely correlate to how you have chosen to heal after your breakup. So I hope by listening today, if your ex does come back into the picture, it will give you pause and you can think, okay, does this mean, is this a test for my level of healing? Is this here just to show me how far I have come? Or does it seem like, you know, my ex is not coming back from a place of discomfort or loneliness, but because this really feels like a good fit, even with all the healing work that I have done. And then on the flip side, if your ex has not come back 
into the picture. I hope you can see it again as a compliment and as you have are attracting what you're promoting and the energy that you are giving off is one of extreme deserving extreme self-love and you'll no longer drop your standards anymore and energetically the people around you know that and so they're not going to try to come into your life and give you breadcrumbs so again i hope this gives you that that new perspective and i hope that if your friends did say something to you about oh don't worry they always come back you can now look at that in a little bit broader of a way and more in a way and just keep just keep picturing like you and your ex are just on two different roads and how what are you going to do on your road are you going to spend all the time just looking at what they're doing on their road hoping that they kind of cross paths with you or are you just going to focus on what you're doing your own healing and see where that takes you this is another thing i can promise If you put all of your energy into your own healing, you and your ex are meant to be together. All of this work that you're doing is going to positively impact the future of your relationship no matter what. There is no option that the healing work that you do is going to negatively impact your potential relationship if you guys are meant to be. I hear that all the time. Well, I don't necessarily want to move on because what if they want to get back together? If that happens, it's only going to benefit. It's only going to benefit you. So I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. 